Welcome to the Spitting Fire Podcast. This is Michael Barive here. And for those of you that don't know me, today is going to be a little bit about my story and about how struggle and adversity creates greatness, okay? Every single great thing you've ever seen being accomplished in the world has come through some sort of problem, struggle, adversity, or some kind of negative you know, activity. Everything positive came from something negative. And... Today I'm going to talk about a little bit about who I am, what I went through as a child, what I went through as a kid, and why I am who I am today, and how I learned to overcome these obstacles. And today's story is not about me, you know, being the victim. It's about me sharing myself, sharing my story to help you understand that you have your own story. You have your own thing, your own vision you can explain to other people that can actually help people relate to you better. And that's my goal today is to relate with some of you guys, okay? So kind of give you a little background on me. I, I, I literally, uh, at five years old, six years old, seven years old, I was always selling things. I was always, you know, always talking to people. I was very social kind of person. And something happened to me at nine years old when around nine or 10 years old, my mom, you know, my family was going through a lot of domestic violence and my parents were always arguing and fighting and going through all kinds of problems. And, you know, you, you as a kid, when you grow up, you know, by nine, ten years old, you grow up and the police at the police station know your name or they know the name of your building and they call you in the streets, sometimes calling you with names and saying, oh, 8911. When you start hearing that, okay, you start believing that, you know, you, you have problems. You start, your self-image starts to get beat up a little bit. And at nine, ten years old, my mother left Israel without me. And I remember as a kid that kind of took a big toll on me and shifted life in a little bit of a different path because I was scared. I was, I felt like I was abandoned. I felt like I was put down. I felt like my mother didn't want me at that age. Now, I know that she didn't do it because she didn't love me. I understand later on she did it because I actually was not listening. I didn't want to come with her. I didn't want to go anywhere with her because she was trying to avoid you know, uh, the pains that she was going through as a young mother uh, with me and two twin brothers, two, two, two twin sons, my twin brothers. And I understand that she did that because she wanted to, you know, change her circumstances a little bit, not be a victim anymore. And when she left, now, I don't know how long she left. I don't remember exactly, but it felt like an eternity. Now, I think she left about maybe for like a month or two, but that time alone with my dad was extremely scary because my dad was one of those tough dads. You know, I love him to death. He was one of those dads that I always look up to uh, as a kid, and he was the guy that I learned actually a lot of things from my dad. I mean, one of the greatest things I learned from my dad was to not give a rip of what people think about you. He was the kind of guy that walked into a room and didn't care at all what you thought of him. And that kind of stuck with me as a kid. Like, the respect that I had for him, like, he didn't give a rip of what anybody thought of him or what he was doing. And that stuck with me forever. I think it helps... Me, it helped me as an entrepreneur not give a rip about anyone thinking about if my business is going to grow, about my ideas, about my successes, about my failures. And I tell my guys all the time, listen, if you fail in life or you're failing in business and you're going through that process of failing forward, that's your L. That's your loss. Don't let anyone steal that from you. That's yours. Take it, take it home with you. Learn from it. Don't worry about what others think about that loss, you know? So that's what I learned from my dad. But me being around my dad was very scary because he was a very, very, very disciplined kind of individual. When I say discipline, I mean uh, uh, he, he instilled discipline inside of me. Like when I had to go to bed and it was 8 o'clock at night and my bedtime was 8, at 8 I was already in bed whether I liked it or not. And if I was hungry, he would never let me eat. He would say, you want to eat? Awesome. Drink some tea with some sugar so you don't die. <laughs> that's pretty much what he did. And 
as a kid, I mean, I, I learned extreme amounts of di- discipline. And I also learned, I don't want to use the word manipulation, but I definitely learned how to sell. Because I used to sell my mother on getting me a sandwich under the table. Or sell, sell, sell my mom on getting me a sandwich because I was so hungry. And I learned how to sell at a very young age, you know. So, being around my dad those two, three months felt like I was being like under, 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 I don't know, scrutiny. I don't know. It was like a dictatorship in my head as a kid. And then as time went on, you know, my mom came back and then, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, it was about high school time and I was getting into a lot of problems with my father. I was being very rebellious, very stubborn. I started running out of the house, running away. So at 13, 14 years old, I pretty much, you know, my parents are going through their divorce. Everything was going crazy. Child services were being involved. A lot of nonsense, a lot of bullshit, so to say, okay? Now, now people don't know this about me. And today I'm kind of sharing just a tad bit about who I am and what I kind of went through just to show you that it doesn't matter where you come from, you can succeed in anything that you want to succeed in as long as you really want it, as long as you really want it, and as long as you have a burning desire for it. So around 14 years old, you know, I went to high school. By the way, throughout the whole process for, you know, preschool, elementary school, and middle school, I got kicked out of, I would say, about six, maybe four to six schools, okay? My whole entire life, from zero, well, from preschool to high school, I went through nine schools, okay? So I went through a lot of schools. I got kicked out of almost every single one of them except one, okay? So I went through a lot of different schools because of my behavioral issues. I was a very intelligent kind of kid doing very good in school, but I like to have fun, as you guys can tell, and just have a good time. So at 14 years old, I went to high school. First two months, I get kicked out. You know, first two, three months of high school, I get kicked out of school. I'm not doing so well. I'm not paying attention. People used to, you know, I, I, I was just trying to have fun. I was being distracted a lot, you know. And I ended up doing something stupid with a friend of mine, which was really not even anything crazy if I told you the story. But the point was, I had a lot of government agencies involved in my life. And all of a sudden, at 14, 15... All this stuff is getting worse and worse and worse. Around 16, 15 years old, I get taken away by, you know, the government. And they take away the rights of my mom, my dad, and I'm literally taken into foster care system, right? In the group home system. And that was one of the most challenging things that I had to go through as a young individual. And I don't really talk about it much, but it definitely changed my perspective on life. You know, getting beat up by a group of kids... You know, it wasn't really fun, you know, being, you know, being the only individual that was completely different from all the kids there. I mean, a lot of these kids came from bad neighborhoods, gangs, schmangs, all that kind of stuff. And being around that, I was scared that I was going to be influenced by them. But I made a decision. I was going to be a leader and not follow these people. So I was always, I felt like a loner as a kid there, you know. And I went through a lot of crazy things. Like, I, I don't want to get into it, of course, in this podcast. But when you get to know me on another level, on a one-on-one level, I can definitely tell you some stories about what the, what went on there. But I can tell you one thing. It was one of the most excruciating things I've ever, you know, ever went through. And it definitely made me made me go through a lot of pain. That pain, that agony throughout those two, three years until about 18 years old. I went through a lot of crazy stuff. And I basically, I basically got everything I needed to get to become the person I am today. And I learned that the bigger the struggle, the bigger the victory. And that's what you need to understand. Going through struggles in your life is actually a good thing. Going through adversity in your life is actually the most positive, most positive influential things you can ever go through. Because you may think that it's a struggle, but nobody, nobody gains muscle by picking up feathers. Nobody, nobody gains muscle, nobody gains knowledge, nobody gains wealth by doing things the easy way. 
You got to do the hard way. You got to go through the freaking pain. You got to go through the, the challenges. You got to go through the adversity. And most people don't, don't chase adversity. They chase bullshit. They chase, they, most people want to run away from resistance. And maybe I could tell you why. 75% of our bodies, from what I hear, is made up of water. So if 75% of us is made up of water, and we all know that water travels and flows through the path of least resistance, what do you think you're going to do if you're made up of water? You want to go flowing through things that are not creating resistance. So you got to go against the natural instinct, which is to go against resistance. You got to go push towards it. Dead, dead fish flow with the current. Strong fish flow through the current, right? And against the current. You want to be the guy that goes against the current. Go through the pain now. You're going to go through the pain whether you like it or not. You might as well go through it. You might get over it now. I told myself from a young kid, you know, I was growing, as I was going through all the pain and all the nonsense and the drama. I said from zero to, eight, zero to 19, what I had to go through, I'll never go through it again. Why? Because from 19 on, my life has been getting better and better and better every single day, every single month, every single year. Because I went through my pain already. I'm done. That's it. I went through my cleansing process. Now it's about giving back. And the reason why I think that I had to go through that pain was to be able to take my hand, give it to another person, say, listen, brother, or listen, sister, I know you've been through this tough situation. I understand because I've been through the same thing. And now I can lift them up. Because the best way to lift somebody up is to understand where they're coming from. So a lot of you people that are going through struggles and pain and, vict and you know, and, 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 you know, just different, different situations that are challenging to you right now, I highly recommend you embrace it because somebody out there is watching you. Somebody out there is depending on your success. Somebody is depending on you to win and go through that battle so that they can believe in themselves. You can create hope. You can be the beacon of hope for everybody around in the world if you just make a decision to embrace the pain. So what I would like for you guys to do is think about all the things that you went through in your life, the struggles, the pain, the adversities, the nonsense, the drama, right? Maybe you're going through it right now and just say to yourself, what can I get from this? What can I learn from this? How can I become a better individual from going through this situation? It's going to pass. It's not going to be forever. You're not going to go through this situation forever. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to be suffering for the rest of your life. The suffering is temporary. Living with the regret of not winning is forever. So the suffering can be done temporarily and you should go through it with all your excitement you could possibly get. Just do it. Do it while you can because later on it's going to be painful even more. The pain is going to hit you some way, somehow. You might as well get over it now and embrace it. And do as much as you can to give back to others. Because now, you know, I had a big dream at a young age, at 18, 17, and I said to myself, I'm going to change that system. I'm going to change how they treat kids in these, in these, in these facilities. I'm going to make sure that every single kid that I come in contact will understand that they're great, they're amazing, and not be put down. Because I know that nowadays bullying and peer pressure, all that stuff is a huge thing. And I wasn't really bullied as much. I mean, I was kind of the crazy guy that would throw a chair at you if you touched me. That's how crazy I was. But I know that a lot of kids can't do that. They won't do that. And they're getting bullied and they're getting their self-image beat up because, you know, they're letting the pain of, of, of them bully them, hurt them so much. That it destroys who they are later on in their life. So what I would recommend you guys to do is write down some of the struggles you're going through and write down what did you learn from it. And then I want you to write down how can you evaluate that experience and help someone else. There's so many people right now that you have no idea that could benefit from who you, who you are and what you do, and you have no clue. I would highly recommend a good book to read that actually helped me out a lot, and maybe makes you cry a little bit, right? It's called The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Albom. When I read that book, I really understood the word ripple effect. I really understood how you can benefit others without even realizing how you're benefiting them.
right? Like right now, I'm making this podcast, and we spit fire here. We speak the truth. We do what we need to. We do, we do what we need to do to get the word out there. And for those of you that love me, of course, you follow me on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. But when you're spitting the truth, you don't know who's listening. I have no idea who's listening to this. It doesn't tell me the names of the people that are listening. It tells me the amount. It tells me the people that are sharing it or whatever the case is, people that are following me or liking it. But it doesn't tell me who's being impacted. I wish there was a, a gauge that I can see how many people are being impacted. And I know it's a ripple effect. Because one little positive thing that you do while you're going through the pain, while you're going through that struggle... It gets your attention off of you and it helps add value to somebody else. And you have no idea what it does for other people. I learned one thing, especially from one of my friends, uh, one of my guys on the team, Angel Burgess, right? He talks, you know, he's very big in Scientology. Actually, Grant Cardone is very big in Scientology. And it's all about, you know, removing the attention. When someone has pain, all you need to do is redirect the attention from where the pain is at to something else. So if you're going through pain right now. If you want to remove that pain as you know as much as you can to kind of avoid that pain, which is understandable, put your attention on other people. When you focus on other people, you won't have the time to worry, to worry about how you're in pain. So you got to go out there and do something for others. Give others hope. Give others value. Add value to the marketplace. And I guarantee you, you'll forget about who you are and what you're going through. All right? So do me a favor, guys. Go through the struggle. Go through the victories. Right? It's going to happen, right? Struggle equals victories. Struggles are opportunities. Problems are good for you. You need to go through them to become a better you. And one thing I learned is that life doesn't get easy, but you get better. When you get better, life ultimately gets easy, if that makes sense. So go out there and do what you need to do to serve as many people as you can. Do as much as you can to give as much as you can. Offer things for free if you have to, okay? In the beginning, just to get attention. And then later on, you'll be able to charge people for whatever price you want because the value will be so much higher than the cost. All right, gang? So hopefully this helped. Hopefully spitting fire from my end has changed your life and changed the way you view things. If I did benefit you somehow, some way, do me a favor. Share this podcast, whether you're listening to it on Anchor, iTunes, or Stitcher, or any other platform that, that's out there. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I highly recommend that I'm actually engaged in Instagram and Facebook throughout the day. I do Facebook Live at least three, four times a week, minimum three times a week. I do Instagram videos at least five times a week. I post at least five times a week on Instagram. I also have my story, which is always filled with some fun, adventurous content. So follow me there on Instagram at mb.enterprise, okay? And on Facebook, you can follow me on Michael Barayev. Also on my YouTube channel, okay? We're going to be pumping up some content soon there. A lot of content is there already. But go to my YouTube channel. You can search for Michael Barayev. That's B-A-R-A-Y-E-V. And hopefully I can add a lot of value in your life so you can go through your struggle and become a victor. So good night, gang. Have a good one. And once again, spinning fire with your boy Mikey B.